What's going on? Happy Tuesday. Um, I don't even know how many days into this we are. It's over 100, probably close to 130 or something now. For this year alone, fucking wild. <laughs> so, uh, what's up, Chris? Let's get right into it today. Let me get myself a little more comfortable here. My little transformer chair here. Kicking the feet up. I should have done this beforehand. Either way, though. Um, look, it was really put on my heart today to talk about um, like blessings in our lives, um, how those come into our lives, and uh, in what relationship we have to forcing those things or allowing them to happen. And, um, you know, I was listening to an ET thing the other day and it hit me really hard because he was talking about this too, but I've been really trying to stay um, quiet in my mind and heart this morning and allow revelation of that concept to kind of come more naturally rather than just trying to be like seize onto one little thing. And a lot of things have occurred to me um, over the past little bit here. And, uh, you know, one of the, the biggest things is how often we stay in situations we have no business staying in because we're trying to force something um, to work or because maybe there's some sort of weird reminiscent memory thing or, you know, nostalgia that's attached to it that we think that we really need to have and is comfortable. So we're sitting around trying to force that. Um, but the, the fucking reality is, is man, like, I just need you all to understand here. Like the longer you stay in a situation that's killing your spirit, the longer you're blessed, like you're, you're blocking the blessings that are coming your way. Um, Literally, the moment I decided to stop fucking with things that no longer served me, everything improved. Um, let me state that again. <laughs> the moment I decided to stop messing with friendships that didn't bring anything to me spiritually, my life improved. The moment I started to stop messing with tattoo designs and artwork that didn't just make my soul on fire for how excited I was to do it. I moved forward again. And I see so many people out here, including myself at times, I'm not perfect. I don't think there's such a thing as not missing or never having a problem. But I think that there is such a thing as being honest enough to recognize and correct when you have problems. Um, and, and it's on you to, to see how long you're going to wait for that to happen before you start taking action on it. And it's so painful for me because <laughs> after a while, once you start to really work on the, your own pain internally and you're curing the things that kill you inside, I look at my friends and the people I love and I see the things that are killing them and it hurts me now. And obviously I can't take their pain on, but it's like, it's like watching somebody you care about deeply do something that you know is going to continue to hurt them. It's basically like watching somebody go through addiction, but it doesn't have to be addiction that's causing the problem. But what that is, is that's, you know, watching people try to force relationships that are dragging them down. Like I'm sure anybody watching this, maybe you're that person. Just one second here. One of these mustache hairs has managed to get in my nose. Oh, all right. There we go. Um, I'm sure everybody watching this has a friend or has been the person in a relationship where everybody is like, man, I just can't fuck with you anymore as long as you're still messing with this. You know, as long as you're still messing with that chick or that dude, um, I don't want to talk about it though, you know. Or maybe you're that person where somebody's like, 
hey man, like I love you to death, but I can't keep watching you do what you keep doing. You know, and I think that that's real love is to stand in front of people who you see are screwing their lives up. I think that's real actual love. And I, I wish so dearly that people would apply that same principle to themselves because let's see here. When falls in a place when you do good and the right thing and change your thinking, change your life. That's real, Chris, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And the thing is, is that now I know I'm good no matter what happens. If something happens with me and Lacey, yeah, sure, I'll be heartbroken, but I'll be good because God got my back and I know that I can make it happen alone, okay? I don't want that to happen, but what I want and what might happen are two separate things. And so really trying to force things that aren't serving you is like a form of like um, like control tripping, you know, or like a power tripping or like being a control freak, whatever you want to call it. And the reality is, is it's already all in God's hands. And if somebody's going to leave your life, no man of begging is going to make that worth it. And more importantly, no, you're, you're going to damage your own self-esteem. You're going to damage your self-respect. You're going to damage your spirit long-term. The more you sit and degrade yourself trying to force something that's not going to work, especially if that thing is disrespecting you or damaging you or your family or the people around you. And it's hard to come back from that stuff. It's definitely not impossible. I'm a walking, talking example of how much you can come back from. I, th I think we are too, Chris. <laughs> but when you're forcing things that don't belong, it's crazy how hard you have to work at it. But when I just started being me, things just started working. When I started doing tattoo designs, I'm excited about the quality of my tattoos improved. When I stopped worrying about trying to force the money, the money just came. Because as it turns out, literally, God has a place prepared for you already. And it is so dope you couldn't imagine it. But as long as you think you're in control and you're trying to force what you think is supposed to happen, it ain't going to work that way. Sometimes that means that you're going to have to take a hit to your pride, but pride is of the flesh. It's of your worldly body. It's not a spiritual concept. I don't care if you're a Christian or not. I, I believe that everybody should at least embrace spirituality and, and take the time to really explore what it means to have a spirit inside you, all right? And the more you like try to force things that your spirit is telling your heart is active, like your spirit and heart are telling your mind is actively a lie, the longer you'll be in pain, the longer you'll, you'll not have what you're looking for, the longer you'll have everything that you don't want, like for real. Because what that is, is that when you're trying to force something, when you're power tripping, when you are trying to be a control freak, what it actually is, is fear. It's fear that what you think you want is the only thing that could ever happen and that you have to be the one to force it how it is. When in reality, sometimes you're not anointed to do the things that you think are cool. Maybe you have a totally different path, but your inability to address the fact that it's set, it's sitting right in front of you is what's causing you from being able to walk that. And I think that once you let go of the control of the situation and embrace the fact that you have been given a specific set of gifts to fill a specific purpose on this planet, you will recognize that your authenticity was given to you by God and that doing anything else than what your spirit authentically tells you is lying to the rest of the world, yourself and God. And if that doesn't punch you in the stomach, nothing will. I mean, for real. When you are unauthentic about who you are, you're lying to God. <laughs> as, if, as if homeboy doesn't already know who you are. As if he didn't make you, know you in the womb, know you before you were even born. 
And so your purpose in this world, I believe, is to get along with God often enough to have revelation of who you truly are and then to embrace that unapologetically and run with it. And when I say embrace it and run with it, I don't mean you just like tinker with it. I mean, you give that thing a big old fucking bear hug and you allow yourself to fail your way to the top of whatever you're doing. Because your fear of, your fear of failing at what you're doing right now is what's blocking you from what's going to happen once you stop fucking with something that isn't working for you. Like, let me, let me put that in, in, in as simple a terms as I can. Not stopping the things that are hurting you, not stopping the things that are causing you frustration and pain with no outcome that's positive is what's keeping you from having any type of positive outcome. Think about that relationship that maybe you're trying to force and think about how much better off your kids would be to see a healthy relationship. Think about that job you're trying to force and think about how much better you would feel if you made maybe $5,000, $10,000 less a year, but you did what you fucking loved. Can you put a price on the peace of mind and a peace in your heart and spirit and soul that you will have once you choose to stop fighting? But that's what makes it a beautiful struggle. It's a beautiful struggle because it's hard to let go of that stuff. The spirit knows what you should be doing at all times. The body and mind are just a device designed to keep you alive and moving around in the world. So they will lie to you. It is what it is. It is what it is. But that's the cause of most pain. Trying to force a situation that your heart and spirit knows is a lie, but your mind is trying to convince them otherwise. I mean, outside of that, grief, that's almost another example of that. Trying to hold on to this pain and this memory and not recognizing that, that moving on and doing it in a healthy way and honoring that person's memory is the best thing you could possibly do. Because your spirit knows that that person's gone. But they know, your spirit also knows that it lives within you and lives on, you know, behind the veil. But your mind wants that comfort, wants that familiarity. And it will obsess over it. But you have to calm your mind by using your spirit. You have to use your spirit to direct the body, not use your mind to direct your spirit. It's never going to work that way. It will never work that way. It cannot. It's impossible. The spirit always has dominion over the physical world. And that means that when you attack what you, your spirit knows is the correct path for you, what just feels correct, what feels right, what, the things that you lose track of time doing, that is when you will see those level ups and they will happen so fast that by the time you turn around and you're like, hey, did I, holy crap, I've done it by 10 times what I thought I would. I, I'm getting memories in my Facebook now about when I opened this shop. If you guys could walk through this in my mind, the way it was when I started it versus the way it is now, it doesn't even feel like it's the same building, the same, I'm not even the same human I was. My spirit's still the same. My spirit is still just plain out pure love. It doesn't need to learn anything. It's your mind and body that need to learn how to cooperate with it. And you're blocking your blessings by trying to force what your mind and body wants you to do rather than what your spirit is dying. It's screaming in a quiet whisper for you to do. Love you all. Take some time to write it down today. See what works. Love you all. Have a good day. Bye.